Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Listen, if you didn't get a vaccination, that's your choice. 99% of the people who are dying from COVID are unvaccinated. That's so their tra- choice. They, they don't want to die. Uh, so they are, uh, the administration and the government is saying we need the mask mandate to protect the unvaccinated. That, that well, is not, uh, that's not their job. It's not their job to protect anybody. Well, they're breaking news this morning, rocking Team USA as one of the U.S. women's gymnastics team tests positive. Almost every former president play a role in putting out a PSA, uh, making sure people understood in the country that the vaccine is safe and effective. We don't believe that requires an embroidered invitation to be a part of. You drag it out for weeks and weeks, and I pretend to uh, have uh, someone else in mind. You leaked it with Iron Face on Friday. With whom? Iron Face. Oh, is it Iron Head? What's uh, with Craggles? You leaked uh, it with Craggles. You know, I, I got you on the cheap because you were afraid of, uh, you know, because I, I really did like Craig and, 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 uh, and Alice. Well, well, well. What do we have here? <laughs> Alice Shattuck. That was... I mean, in fairness, Kirk kind of leaked it even before that. Yeah, but he got it from Craig, I think, Thursday or one of those days. So there you go. That is Jerry Callahan show. The first day, Matt Carano has the producing gig, leaving Alice and uh, Craig, who Carano calls Craigles. Ooh, what a... That's a little... That's, yeah. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. attitudinal. <laughs> I think uh, maybe he's... Maybe just, he did feel threatened. I don't know. Maybe. And uh, so Matt is the official Jerry Callahan producer. Alice, I don't even know if you wanted the gig, but I think you wanted to be chosen. I liked people liking me. That was fun. I mean, it it, it was fun filling in. I enjoyed it. You got a taste of fame, Alice. And it, I know. Uh, I'm over a thousand Twitter followers now. I'm so That's famous. all it takes, huh? How <laughs> craven. How craven is that? So are you angry at Jerry? No. Feel You're a little bit angry at Jerry. <laughs> Because I listened he, to the he, show today. It's he like, used you as a ruse. You and Craig used you people to I- increase 
increase uh, interest in... Uh, I mean, I had fun. I got to produce this show. It was fun. And I would do it again. It, I'm not mad. So this is not the first time. A Shattuck, can you can you please leave the room? I don't mind. I don't blame him. I think I think doing the social media hype thing was smart, and I think that. Oh, sorry, shout out the wrong one. I'm going to shout for the other. Um, I'm not. I think it was smart. I think it was. I think the social media hype was good for everybody involved, including Craig, including me, including Jerry, and like I mean. I have no problems. I'm happy. I'm fine. You realize, of course, that this is not that your husband, mm-hmm. as well, had a similar uh, happenstance with uh, Kirk Minahan back in 2013, I think it was. Oh, really? Yes, indeed. Hold on. Guess. Your, my husband had a similar happenstance with Kirk Minahan. Let's. So this is how that goes. So this is this is how the the, the radio uh, negotiation wheel and deal uh, talent acquisition goes. Mm-hmm. So Minahan was on with didn't have a contract. Was on with um, Jerry and John on EEI in 2013. Mm-hmm. I was running Boston Herald Radio in 2013. We had. Um, Obviously, I wanted Minahan because I thought I thought that it's possible the EEI will actually not pick this guy up, even though he was obviously an incredible talent. And so we brought him in and um, to talk at the Herald, mm-hmm. and it was such a good conversation. He was so amenable to everything we said. You know, he already had his own money, so it's like so the. Uh, the paltry sum, I would say, that we were uh, offering, but even regardless. But anyway, he was very amenable to it. And but and remember when he left? Mm-hmm. Uh, that my boss and I, my boss said, "Do you think he's that he's going to join us? That he's going to be part of it?" Obviously, the best move for him would have been to stick with EEI. Right. But I said, uh, I said, it really seems like it from the way he uh, conducted himself. It really seems like he wants to be part of this, and he's excited. He said all the right stuff, etc. I said, but the only problem is, is that it would be really smart of him to just have this interview so EEI knows he's out there talking to other people. Right. And we didn't see him again. (laughs) I mean, isn't that just normal, though? Standard operating procedure, sure. Yeah, it's that's just what people do. But this, I mean, I would say this was even a bit different from that because obviously it was like the whole... Minifan, Miniverse, Barstool, Universe, like, all thrives on this kind of interpersonal competitive mm-hmm. drama. And, like, the, I, that's just the way that Universe operates. And, like, so creating this kind of, I don't know, like, mystery so around you, it, Alice, I think. But, Alice, but somebody else was chosen who's not you. As just human- I mean, like, I filled in on the show three times. It's not I like I was having some I negotiation to be a regular producer. I understand, Alice, but this part of you now must hope that it's rough seas for Carano. <laughs> you think you, you, you know really you think, think I'm think that thing. petty a person? You, yes, I do, as a no. matter of fact. As I, I've um, borne witness. <laughs> I'm not that petty a person. I oh, think it's please. great. 
I think it's it's great. great. I want the show to be great. I think it will be great. I think it's fine. Okay. Stop trying to make something that's not I can drop a dime right now, Alice. What do you mean? You sent me a message today. What? You sent me a message today. You know you did. Regarding something that, uh, regarding this very subject. Regarding a, a small dog pile on on one of the principles. What? You know you did, Alice. I'm looking at my messages to you right looking now. Look at your messages to me. Why don't you, I don't. Why don't you look at your text messages to me? You sent a message. I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, geez. You sent me, of course, the picture of Brandy Love, Alice. Thank you very much. I'm glad that's on my phone. She was tweeting it at all the attendees of TPUSA. No, she was not. Yes, she was. She was not. She was indeed. No, she wasn't. Where is this, Alice? Where is it that you said? I did not text you anything. Yes, you did. No. You did. You saw it was um, somebody, the the fans. Oh, No, do not say, no, don't say that. That's rude. What? No, don't. You don't want me to disclose it? No. Okay. I'm just going to say without evidence that... I think a I'm, I just think a normal human being would enjoy um, would feel a certain satisfaction if the job that they were looked over for if the I wasn't who looked got, over for a job I didn't fill it, out an application to whatever. How about this, Alice? I'll put it this way. Why are you trying to create drama? I'm not. You are. I am not. I'm just trying to have a conversation here because it's very interesting to talk about real human. Feelings, but you're trying to portray yourself as a better person than you are, which is still a good person. I mean, compared to the people I know, absolutely. But that's fine. Okay. I wish all the best to all the people involved. Absolutely. (laughs) Women aren't dangerous at all. At all. There's nothing wrong with trying to be... There's nothing wrong with aspiring to be a better person than your worst natural instincts. That's what I think. Well said, Alice. You are just so angelic. <laughs> I'm not angelic, but but I try to be a good person. I agree. You do. You do I try. <laughs> you do try, but sometimes you are interesting regardless. Okay. I really try not to be interesting. I need to have your take, Alice. We'll move on here. Anybody has questions about this? You can you can uh, text me or uh, text me or or DM us. Or whatever. You want to know the ins and outs of how this stuff works. Um, and um, I think Carano's a good and um, I think Carano's a great fit for the show. I know. Okay, get it. We get it. Now, we get it. I've never seen you so effusively excited about somebody else getting a job. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. All right. We'll move off of you, Alice. Um, uh, Brian Kilmeade today was on Fox and Friends, mm-hmm. as he is every day. And he had this exchange with Steve Ducey, or, or, or he just said this with, with Steve Ducey. And I think this right now, this is where the national and maybe even international, but the national conversation is. Well, listen, if you didn't get a vaccination, that's your choice. Right. And if you did, like I did and, and they did, and maybe you right. did, then you should not wear a mask. And if you didn't, if you want to go cliff diving this weekend, you don't have to check with me. It seems a little dangerous, but I'm not going to judge you. And if you go ahead and put yourself in danger, if you feel as though this is not something for you, don't do it. But don't affect my life. 99% of the people who are dying from COVID are unvaccinated. That's their their choice. 
They they don't want to die. So they are uh, the administration and the government is saying we need the mask mandate to protect the unvaccinated. That that is not that's not their job. It's not their job to protect anybody. But but listen, if you so there you go, that's not their job. You had your chance to get the mask. You know, it's like he said, it's cliff diving. You don't have to run it past him. You know the risks. And we're. I mean, maybe you're even wrong about the risks, you know, like that's okay. You're allowed to be wrong, too. You know, I think it's really dumb to ride a motorcycle without a helmet. mm -hmm. And I think that if you do, you probably haven't fully thought out the risks, but that's your problem. But like Steve Ducey said, you know, those people still don't want to die. Well, then they should put on a helmet, but like, I don't have to make them. Well, how about this, Alice? Please intervene when people try to commit suicide all the time. True. So is Kilmeade wrong where he's just saying, hey, this got to throw our hands up. There's nothing more we can do. I mean, I think there's a difference between intentionally killing yourself and just being negligent, right? I don't know. I mean, I well, I, I guess so in the sense that if you shoot yourself in the head, you're absolutely going to die. Whereas if you blow off the vaccine, you're not necessarily going to die or not necessarily going to get sick, but you could die. Yeah. So I, I just... This I is mean, I those... think that you do... I mean, I think that you... I think there are people that obviously disagree with me on this, given the like push for medicalized suicide being available. But I, I think that you do try and stop people from directly killing themselves on purpose. But... You know, people choose to take risks or not to take risks all the time. There's risks to anything. Getting in a car and driving somewhere is inherently risky, you know, and those are choices that we let people make. And I think that part of the reason we do let them make those choices is because we know that they don't want to die and that, you know, it's up to them to decide how much they don't want to die, how much effort they're willing to put into not dying, you know, because that's their that's their prerogative. It's it, it's different to me to say when somebody wants to die on purpose that we don't step in because that's obviously a case of mental illness and should be stopped. Right. And so how much of this is. Is people saying, no, please don't do it. I I don't want you to die. And I don't believe that the left cares if in Trump people die. I think they're all for it. And how much is an excuse to say, you selfish, dumb Republican POS, you're going to kill me and create a smarter virus for, for doing this? I mean, I think I think it's all part of like culture war signaling, obviously, in the end. And that... You know, they can sit around and come up with excuses for why they do it, that it will create a smarter virus or whatever. But really, it's just a chance to dump on somebody else for being dumb. There's really no, like, big reasoning behind it. They just don't like Trump people and think they're dumb. And that's just another cudgel in the toolkit of things that you can yell at Trump supporters about. And like, yeah, if you can frame it like they're being selfish and killing other people, then that 
like helps your case that they're dumb jerks, but that's I don't that's really what it is, is they just want to call Trump people dumb jerks. I also don't know that I believe the statistics on who's getting vaccinated and who isn't, etc. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I believe it. I know that 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 certain communities of color, et cetera, that that the rates are a little bit higher of not wanting to be vaccinated, of reticence, and uh, and obviously it seems like culturally the Trump people would be anti, although he got one. But I don't the, believe it all. I don't. Believe- well, the biggest what I've seen is that the biggest group of hesitant people are people who are apolitical, don't really care, don't really follow the news that much. You know, the type of people that couldn't name the vice president if you asked them, like that group of people. That's like, well, is it that they haven't heard that there's a pandemic or they just don't? (laughs) Or like they, I mean, they've heard about the pandemic, but, you know, it's just not, they haven't gone to see where they can get a vaccine or heard that there's a free vaccine available and. They don't know stuff like that. I mean, obviously, they know there's a pandemic because stuff like got shut down. But, you know, and I think that where stuff has like been reopened now, there hasn't been much call for them to like pay attention to the news that much anymore. You know, when all the stores were getting shut down and stuff, everybody was tuning into the news to see what was going on Mm -hmm. because everybody was locked down. You couldn't like do anything. But now it's like, semi back to normal and people are just going about their business and like i mean a lot of people we're unusual in this respect a lot of people don't like watch the news every day true enough so and that's like who i so they just haven't probably thought about getting the covid vaccine so what i've noticed just personally for us you and i and friends like our neighbors mm-hmm. and other just folks in our i guess circle and people where we kind of communicate with i i don't i was never worried about getting covid one i thought think that we thought that we got it already mm-hmm. two um i just don't know i'm just maybe i'm just stupid i just don't i'm not i was not worried even though i'm uh, I could, it's a fat person's disease, uh, virus, whatever, but it's just not a, I just don't have that thing. Just like I'm never worried about being fired. I've, like I really should be. It's the end of my life, but I just don't have, I'm missing it. Whatever it is. <laughs> like fear. I never feared the disease. I was out every day. I was shopping in at the market basket and wherever, like every day doing stuff. I never once, we never like stayed inside and we're like, okay, you guys hunker down. We played yeah, with no. people. We hung out with people. We went to parties. We did everything. So I never had it. I do know that there's some people who absolutely, and, and there are young people as well, are scared to death of dying from a virus. And to me, that's odd that you'd be that afraid. And so, like, <laughs> insular. I was like, I'm going to die from the virus. I better just over overdo it. And, like, our people we know who masked the kids up and they stayed in their houses and they... Literally, were like no. There were people that just literally didn't see anybody else for fifteen months. Like they literally <clears throat> saw no other person. They had their groceries delivered, and they worked online, and they sent their kid to remote school only, and they just didn't see anybody else. <laughs> I mean, like, but why is it important to? Why is it so important to simply breathe, survive, <laughs> and? 
at any cost, even if you're in total hell. It's very important that I live. But we don't treat any other risk that way. Like I say, like getting in the car is an incredibly risky activity. That's how lots and lots of people die. You have more risk right now. If you're vaccinated, you have more risk driving to the grocery store that you're going to die in the car on the way there than you do that you're going to die of COVID at the grocery store. I think you feel like you have some semblance of control if you're actually driving. And you have many experiences with never dying in the car. (laughs) Uh, but that, yeah, so most people haven't lived through a pandemic, so it feels like very big mm-hmm. and huge. But part of it also just became a signaling mechanism. I think it's most of it. Because, and I, I know I go back to this a lot, but I think back to the very beginning of the pandemic. And, like, we're in Massachusetts. We know lots of kind of, like, smart, I believe the science type of liberals, you know, and... I knew a lot of these people were very skeptical of the whole COVID thing from the very beginning because all the good newspapers, all the nice doctors like Dr. Fauci and people like that were all saying this isn't a real risk. That's crazy. The real risk is racism. The real risk is the flu. Just get your flu shot. This isn't a serious problem. There's nothing to worry about here. This was like in January. You know, they were running articles saying like this statistically just isn't very likely to happen. Just get your flu shot and go about your life. And that was like completely wrong. So all these very smart people were say going around saying like, nobody's assessing the risks in a serious science-based way. Don't be ridiculous. Don't blow things out of proportion and just react out of fear like Trump wants you to, to lash out at Asian people, you know? And then like that all went out the window. When Trump's position changed, their position changed to the opposite too. So if Trump then said this isn't something to worry about, they all decided that we all had to be super afraid of it and came up with reasons why that was the case when it's just really not like the the risk has essentially been the same the whole time. Like, obviously, this is a serious pandemic that's killed a lot of people. But the individual risk to you, especially if you're in good health and relatively young, is was always pretty small. If you're vaccinated, the risk is infinitesimal. I mean, we're, it's and to kids, the risk is infinitesimal. And it's always mm, been that way. Infinitesimal? Isn't infinitesimal? 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 We'll flag that. <laughs> so, um, the, the, the point is that everybody believes the science until their tribal loyalties take over, and then they just do that instead. Can I say once again, Alice, that the fact that this was actually said yesterday is freaking incredible. On COVID misinformation. On COVID misinformation. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, it really... Look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And and they're they're killing people. All you need to know, by the way, is the fact that this is not wall-to-wall in media means that this is your confirmation that the media has reached room temperature and has expired. Yeah, we really, don't have any it's gone. press anymore. If you can say that, and then you can be Jen Psaki and say that I want, if you get banned on one, you have to be banned on all the platforms and that everything goes through me. And if you can be the Surgeon General saying, 
no more sharing stuff with your friends. I've decided because I have a mm-hmm. medical thing. You can't share stuff with your friends. We've got a problem. And Biden clarified today and essentially doubled down and said they were taking it too personally that he said they were killing people and maybe they should deal with their misinformation problem instead of taking it personally. I mean, yeah, we're taking it personally. You said we're killing people. (laughs) Like, how are we supposed to take it? Yes. Yes. And although he is a, uh, like, loghead, he's technically the president of the United States saying this. Yeah. Remember, Trump said crazy stuff, so we need a normal person. So a normal person comes in totally sane, and he condemns Facebook as killers. Right. The fact that he's got all this cred as being a normal person, he's Uncle Joe, but he's back to normal politics, everything's transparent and normalized, that should be taken more seriously if he is somebody who's a sober, uh, you know, statesman. Mm-hmm. Who, I, I mean, did he call the the Castro's killers? Uh, I don't think so. No. It's Facebook's killers. Facebook kills people. This is okay. Okay, I guess that's that's where you want to be. And now in the in the press room, we we'll go from from Steve Ducey to Peter Ducey. Now we're doing this thing here, where it, it's a game, a cute game between Fox News, which is the only representation of the right wing, trying to manipulate uh, Saki, who then is trying to manipulate. Fox News. That, uh, Would President Biden ever call former President Trump and say, I need your help, let's cut a PSA and tell people to go do it? Well, first I would say that uh, what we've seen in our data is that the most trusted voices are local officials, doctors, medical experts, civic leaders, clergy uh, from time to time. Uh, and that is where we've really invested our funding and our resources. We've seen Almost every former president play a role in putting out a PSA, uh, making sure people understood in the country that the vaccine is safe and effective. We don't believe that requires an embroidered invitation to be a part of uh, I mean, I just don't see, like, how... I don't see why this is as big a thing as it is. If people don't want the vaccine now, like, I don't know. You did what you could. You told them about it. Like, what do you do? Uh, You know, I think the government has now done what they can. Like, you've been offering cash prizes. Like, you told people it's safe. You told people it's effective. Like, now, now go away. You're not, like, doing people any favors by continuing to harp on this and, like, trying to shut down Facebook over it. Like, that doesn't make you look more trustworthy. Do they think that it does? No. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, do they think more people are going to get vaccinated if if they start banning people from Facebook? I don't know. I don't get it. Like, what's the end game? (sighs) <sighs> and did I see the the, uh, the pedi- American Society of Pediatricians, whatever today? Mm-hmm. They, did you see? Did you send this to me? I don't think that they want all kids masked to and up in school. Um, uh, is that them or is that New York State? I no, think. no, this is AAP or APA or P 
pediatric. It has pediatric. American Academy of Pediatrics. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, I didn't send that to you, but yeah, they said that American Academy of Pediatrics, everyone should be wearing masks in school over two years of age. I mean... So this is the slide. The back slide is here. We're yeah. absolutely... P-Town, just uh, put, reinforce the mask mandate is back in P-Town. Mm-hmm. Obviously, LA County. It's going to happen everywhere. Right. They'll all be back. Yeah. All the masks. And we're doing this all again here. Even Indefinitely. Though- even though we are not in the same position we were last year when this was an unknown thing, when we did the extraordinary thing of shutting down for two weeks, mm-hmm. where we thought, yeah, there's a good chance we'll be open for Easter. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Easter was ever even on anybody's radar because we said two weeks, that was mid-March, and Easter wasn't until, you know, halfway into April. So it was like, it was... The idea that we would still be closed at Easter was already not part of the original two-week deal. And then it just became... Now it's just forever now. (laughs) Seriously, it is. I mean, I don't... It's so bizarre to me. Like, we've now mitigated the risk a lot. I don't know what else people want. Like, if you're not going to open now, I don't know... What else you're looking for? Because, yeah, there are cases rising in some places. That is true. That's accurate. But deaths are still way down. And, like, anybody who's, you know, all the people that are getting really sick aren't vaccinated. Well, you know, I hate to say it, but maybe that's what it'll take to get more people vaccinated. Just the cases going through the roof and, you know, more accounts of uh, Cousin Steve, you know, having a rough few days or whatever. Or, you know, a really rough few days. Yeah, I mean, I guess, so, whatever it is. Because, like I say, I think that part of the reason there are people that aren't vaccinated is because it just doesn't seem really pressing to them. If you're not, like, a big news follower. (sighs) I just, you know... There's so... It's... This thing has just brought out the worst in everybody that I'm... I despise the people yelling at the people not getting vaccinated more than I do the people not getting vaccinated, even if it's from some crazy theory. There's plenty of legitimate reasons to not want to get vaccinated. Yeah, sure. You're a human being. You're allowed to have feelings. You're allowed to not trust government. You're allowed to not want something plunged into your bloodstream. You're allowed to not trust doctors, too. You're allowed to go to the doctor and listen to what they say or not. I don't know. Isn't that what we all do all the time? Like, you go to the doctor and they recommend you take this medicine and you try it and you don't like the side effects and you say, never mind, not for me. Like, we do we do have choice still. We, we are allowed to go to the doctor and decide whether or not to do what they tell us to do. We're not required to take doctor recommendations. Last time I checked, anyway. So, I don't know. But, yeah, like, we're a free country. And uh, places like France aren't. And I think we're going to see that now. Or Australia. They had one person die. The whole country shut down again. Or the Olympics. Somebody tests positive. Everything's canceled. Nobody has any symptoms. It's like ridiculous. Guy on Twitter says, I will never understand why a country that created the World War II war bond drive and has Madison Avenue that can market Greek yogurt to steel workers can't put together an average ad campaign to save people from suffocating death. 
And Ken Gardner, do we know him? We know him, don't we? I'm not sure. Re- responded, because they don't want to. They don't actually want to persuade people to get vaccinated. They want targets to shame and pretexts to signal their virtue and to keep the fear going for lockdowns and mask mandates as long as they still can. If they had actually wanted conservatives to get vaccinated, the best way they could have done it would be to give vaccines to all the celebrities and like elite type people first. If they had said initially, like, we're going to save the vaccines for the most important people. And like, like, remember when the the Congress people were all getting vaccinated early on? Like, if they'd kept that up and like, let the Hollywood, like, just let it be first come first serve and not put like the vulnerable people first, you know, if they'd created a sense of scarcity and, you know, lack of access for Trump people, then people would have. That I said, think. I mean, it's the Trump vaccine. So you'd figure, but then it's Biden telling him to do it. I don't know. I don't know why people don't want to do it. And I don't, I, I'm not, I don't care. I don't care. Nobody that we're related to, our kids are, are not at risk from this thing. We've nope. both been vaccinated. I'm I'm done. My parents are already dead. I'm done. I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just do what you need to do. Live without being vaccinated, die without being vaccinated, die being vaccinated, live being vaccinated, whatever it is. None of my problem. I don't care anymore. I have no, uh, I, I, whatever. Do your own thing, whatever. I, I never want to spend so much time talking about race and vaccines in my <laughs> freaking life ever again. God, I yearn for the days when, you know, people were taking crashes down and we could talk about that. And just, that was in Lexington. Well, that was all over the place. That was certainly in Lexington. Yeah, I can imagine that. All right, Alice. So you have been a misandrist for at least ten years. I can verify. I can speak to that, and I can bring from the hand squeeze <laughs> that almost broke my hand, where you physically abused me on a day in uh, 2012. Was that maybe? Uh, to um, well, to just a misandry today when you used you cyber bullied me mm-hmm. uh, as well, but. And I knew it's fine. You're a misandrist. It's what it's what you are. Okay. The fact that you're a misogynist and are trying to bully a woman, Ugh. Brandy Love, bullying her, a woman who has a legitimate business, who just has her business doing something that other people do and don't overtly get compensated for. Uh, I there's don't plenty have... of there's plenty of uh, you know fornication outside of marriage going on in and around. That's uh, fine. She can have her business. Circles. I'm not trying to make her business illegal or throw her in jail or something. I didn't I didn't call up OnlyFans and demand that they take her off the platform or something. I just think that she should find a different way to promote her business other than to minors at a conference geared toward teenagers. That's she was I going think. to the show. She wasn't promoting herself to of minors. Of course she was promoting it, Tom. She was everybody everybody who had Twitter and Instagram was doing that at these conventions. You see it all over the place. Of course. They're all using the hashtag. All these little 15 and 16 year olds their under 17 t- special price tickets for under 17 year olds were sold out at this conference this is a lot of young teenagers at this event and they're all like tweeting on the hashtags tweeting at tpusa and when you click the hashtag and you see who else is tweeting it she's there uh with the link to pay for a naked a feed to her being naked in her shower at the conference that's nuts 
Of course, they're totally within their rights to revoke her pass and refund her money and say, like, sorry, go promote your naked live feed somewhere else. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely bullying. It's a woman it's who not has bullying. agency over her no body. One, She's not This is cancel culture. Yes, this it is. is. It's not. No, I don't look down on her. I think that her business hurts people. And I think that that an event that purports to be conservative should not be allowing their event to be used to promote her porn site. That's all. Like, uh, well, I'm not saying it should be taken off the internet. A lot of that people could say hurt people. That's fine. So if they were selling cigarettes at the conference, like... Yeah, but she wasn't selling at the conference. She was now, selling at no, the conference. Online media, is at the conference. social media is now just part of our day-to-day. Yeah, she was attending as an influencer who was tweeting on those hashtags and promoting by being there. She wasn't just... Nobody would even... If she wasn't tweeting out her OnlyFans links into the conference feed and at the conference's handle on Twitter, they never would have known she was a porn star who was even there. Like, nobody checked beforehand, obviously. That's why she had a pass. Do they check everybody else too, or is it just her who gets the third degree from everybody? It's not that. It's that it's, I think, anybody who tweeted at their handle and said, here's my porn site, pay me for my pornography at their handle, would they probably would have taken their pass too. Because it's not appropriate. Yes, well, I know, because you're Alice Saki now, and you and I'm not trying to Joe censor Biden her. To I'm not to trying to censor her. Well, you have a new rule, new hashtag rule, where if it's at a conference and use the hashtag, and you're a person who I consider of ill repute, then no, you have to be removed. Okay, so like, say Bill Cosby showed up just to attend the TPUSA conference, Mm -hmm. and was tweeting, I mean, he's a free man now, he's served his time, the judge let him out fair and square, and like, he's allowed to go to conferences, right? So if he were at the conference with all the teenagers, and he were, I assume with the help of an assistant, I don't know if he knows how to tweet, but if he were tweeting like, at TPUSA, come meet me in my hotel room for a mixer, you think TPUSA should be fine with that? Is that cancel culture if i think they would suggest that bill cosby might be a security risk considering he is a guy who has uh taken liberties with numbers of women so why are so they she not within... taking liberties with anything she's just herself she's not there you know out in the convention floor doing stuff she does stuff in hotel rooms your buddy hunter biden could go there no problem she's using the event to promote Something that they don't want to be associated with. That's allowed. You're allowed she's, if you she's have an going event. To the event excitedly wanting to enjoy the event. No, she was not just attending the event. She was attending the event to beef up her social media presence because that's what she's not just like a porn star. She's branded herself as a conservative porn star and did this entire thing for attention and to to make money selling nude fo- nude videos online. Like that's what the whole point of the thing was. She was attending the event in order to make money for herself as an influencer. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I, I, you know what? I'm sure that you have relatives who are at the original Salem Witch Trials, and so you just I'm want not, a redux. I'm not trying to make anything illegal. I'm not... But the event is geared toward minors, and they have a right to not allow people... I mean, like, what if it were the Drag Queen Story Hour people there... You know, and they were doing 
And they were doing naked photos. In their hotel rooms? Who cares? Well, she's still allowed to do it in her hotel room and she's allowed to tweet it at the conference, but they don't have to they don't have to keep letting her into the conference itself if she's doing that online and associating herself with them on the internet. They don't have to keep letting her in. That's just life. I mean, like, I just somehow think that this is a pretty low bar for conservatives' events to clear. And I think I'm glad TPUSA did it. I'm not, like, that impressed. But I just think that it's like, oh, we're going to, you know, have the porn star use our event to tweet out her porn site to minors. Like, I I think that, the, that that's a totally reasonable position to say, sorry, you can't come to the rest of the conference. You know, she wasn't just attending to listen to the speeches. That's such a naive point of view. I mean, and obviously all the influencers do that. They're all grifters. Everybody's trying to do that stuff, right? Everybody's trying to get followers. But she's specifically trying to get followers for a business that, like, they don't feel they should be promoting to their audience, which that's totally fair. I also disagreed when they had the naked chicks shooting the money cannons, too, or whatever it was. <laughs> Stupid thing. I'm against all of that. That was actually a Charlie Kirk thing, wasn't it? That was a TPUSA thing oh in Florida, God. but it was like one of the vendors. But still, I like I think that they should not, if they're like a conservative youth movement, supposedly, they should not be promoting that. Because I think I think it alienates more people, frankly, than than not. I'll have you call WTIC tomorrow as a caller, Alice. And take me on on the air where I can uh, truly, truly. Sure, sure. I will take you on on the air anytime on this. I'll take anybody on no, on the air on this. And like, this is not, it, I don't understand even like what the argument would be. Like, we're for free speech. So we have to let the porn stars uh, promote themselves to minors. That's one of the blessings of liberty, Some says David French. A big tent family, Alice. Big tent. Well, President China and cyber hackers. She jumps up before you do. Effectively, your administration is naming and chaining China, but no sanctions. Why? And is that effective enough? They're still determining exactly what happened. The investigation is not finished. Thank you all very much. What do you mean the investigation is not finished? You slammed them today. You slammed China for these these hacks of the Microsoft Exchange servers. understanding of the biggest difference between what they've done versus what Russia's done in terms of cyber hacks. It'll uh, take a longer explanation. We have all the time in the world. No, we don't. I have to go see the King of Jordan. To the best of my knowledge, and I'm getting a report tomorrow morning on this, a detailed report. My understanding is that the Chinese government, not unlike the Russian government, is not doing this themselves, but are protecting those who are doing it, and maybe even accommodating them being able to do it. That may be the difference. Well, there's no difference. The fact that they're using mercenaries doesn't mm -hmm. that doesn't make a difference. That's just as bad. Yeah. That's just as bad. In other words, they're not going to do anything at all. We're afraid to do it. We're not going to. Uh, you know, thank goodness he doesn't have a son who's done a lot of business with China, or else this would seem really odd, almost as if there's a compromise mm -hmm. somewhere. Ugh. Any word on if... Uh Chinese officials like uh, fine artwork. 
Ooh, Alice. That's a great angle. We'll see. There's no way to tell. Yeah, we can't know. That's, oddly enough, there's no way to tell. <laughs> In the interest of transparency, <laughs> we don't know who buys artwork <sighs> anymore. My goodness. Let's see. The other thing I want to bring up. So, by the way, we were talking about Minahan. He and Brandy Lever in a fight. That's why I wanted to bring that up earlier. Um, what else do we have? Let's see. I think I mean, today's kind of a slow news day. Kind of. Other than the fact that nobody's responding to the fact that Biden said that Facebook kills people. Oh, well, so, oh, yeah, and yes. NPR piled on, too. Our tax dollar funded NPR. Uh has uh, they had a big story today too? This was all over the place. That um, they want Facebook to crack down not just on misinformation in the sort of traditional sense of things that aren't true, but also um, the other type of misinformation, which involves saying things that are true that we don't like. Like, like uh, they wrote a whole expose on Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire. About how they um, use outrage as a business model. How Ben Shapiro is using Facebook to build an empire. The articles the Daily Wire publishes don't normally include falsehoods with some exceptions. And the site says it is committed to truthful, accurate, and ethical reporting. But by only covering specific stories that bolster the conservative agenda, like negative stories about socialist countries, polarizing stories about race and sexuality issues, and only including certain facts, readers still come away from the Daily Wire's content with the impression that Republican politicians can do little wrong and cancel culture is among the nation's greatest threats. (laughs) They tend not to provide very much context for the information they're providing, said Settle, this expert they have. If you've stripped enough context away, any piece of truth can become a piece of misinformation. Ah, never saw that in the last four years. Never any context to stripped away to divide the country. Oh my God. So things that are true, honey, can also be misinformation. Little yeah. did we know. These so are psychos. Thanks, NPR. I don't know. Psychos. That seems like a very normal position <sighs> to have. Especially, it seems like a very normal position to have, especially when uh, the President of the United States is vowing to crack down on misinformation. That seems uh, very reasonable and level-headed. Has my issue of SI come in yet? Um, not yet. No. Do you know what SI is? Sports Illustrated. Well, the swimsuit issue's out. Oh, good. That's exciting. You love to see the beautiful women in the swimsuit issue, yeah. honey. So this year features. Um, this year is a different uh, look um, for SI. Um, all I'll say is that um, uh, I, I don't. R.I.P.S.I. It was a uh, good run there for a couple of decades, but uh, they have said sayonara, and I say sayonara as well. It's the most diverse group of uh, swimsuit issue stars ever assembled. That's what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping for. When I'm thinking of uh, women stuffed into tiny bikinis, I think to myself, you know what? It's the diversity that I'm looking for, not the attractiveness whatsoever. I think that's what most people look for. Man, the amount of lying to ourselves we are doing now on a regular basis now, just pretending, pretending, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's, what do you mean? It's just like any other SI. It's just like any other SI. Fine. That's fine. When do I have to go, Els? Um, now. Oh, dang it. All right, I got to go drop my daughter off in Beverly, Massachusetts. I'm going to have to stay there. I'm going to watch some softball with her. 
guys. Thank you, everybody, for hanging with us. Um, it's very exciting. More on Alice and her new beef Why with are Piranha you like coming this? I up. I have no beef. I have no beef with anybody. I'm a very happy, peaceful person. Doc, <laughs> protesting too much, Alice. I don't know why you're doing wow. this. It's very unfair. Um, you can tell me your thoughts if you want on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod or Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Email us, uh, Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com, Burn Barrel Podcast.com, or on YouTube, Tom Shaddix Burn Barrel over there. Say la vie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.